Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Thank you so much for coming and enjoying this time with me one-on-one for another episode. Today, we're doing a solo episode, and I want to tell you all about my ukulele project in Costa Rica two weeks ago. So, Uh, My best friend of 45 years, yes, uh, 45 years, that in itself is something to celebrate. Um, We have, since we were 12 years old, said that the year that we turned 50, we would go to Costa Rica. And so here we were, we, uh, you know, turned 50 this year, hard to believe. And uh, we went to Costa Rica. We didn't think it would happen in the end, but it did. And I'm so blessed to have been able to execute um, another ukulele project while we were there. So just to let you know a little bit about it, the ukulele project is all about um, sharing music with children around the world. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because music played an integral part in helping me heal and helping me feel better about who I was in managing my, my mental health anxiety, depression, all the things. And I really do feel that the arts and teaching music and teaching the arts um, to adults as well as children is so very important. Sometimes when we find ourselves in the hardships of life and in these situations where we can't seem to find an out, um, it's important to learn how to express yourself. Um, For many years, I couldn't express the way that I felt until you know, I started giving back and in, in, and when I started um, just showing up for myself and enjoying my music and my art. And that's one of the main reasons why um, I started the ukulele project in just before the pandemic hit. So fast forward to th- 2022 and uh, my best friend and I, Milena, we went to Costa Rica with my son. We went in a beautiful area. Costa Rica is lovely. First time I have been there. It's just, it's like no other place I've ever been. It's so luxurious. And I've never seen green, um, so many versions of the color green in my life. And just the wildlife and the people and the animals and the peace um, that I got during that trip is phenomenal. But I do have to say the highlight of all of that was meeting with the children at the Escuela Artolo, which means the Artolo School. 
um, to share the gift of music, to share laughter, to share humanity, to make this connection um, and let them know that we we remember them. We, we remember, you know, that they exist and that we're all really here um, to live our lives and help one another. So I connected with, uh, in getting ready for this trip, I connected with Elsa. Um, Elsa Bonilla is the director of Crescendo, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, Crescendo Juntos, which means growing together. They're a nonprofit who helps their community in so many different ways. And I'm so proud to say that in a few weeks, um, you will be hearing my interview with Elsa. I'm going to bring her on the show. She can tell her all about what, what she's doing in that incredible space. And they partner up with um, Amigos of Costa Rica. So they're helping in so many ways. So I contacted Elsa and uh, didn't know Elsa before, did some research. And Elsa is an incredible person. She introduced me to Ronald. So Ronald was my liaison between the school and between the nonprofit. And so they welcomed my son and I with open arms, which, you know, the work that they do there is limitless and so unselfish. And I was able to go and see um, you know, even just 10 minutes, 10 minutes off of the resort in the middle of nowhere and connect with them one-on-one -on -one and find out how they're helping in their school and what their goals are and what they're doing in their classrooms. And I was so privileged and honored to be able to be invited into a grade two classroom. So from the moment we arrived, I met the vice principal, we went in, my son and I, um, we had brought 19 ukuleles this time. In a matter of four days, we had put together 19 ukuleles. And so this was a very last minute project. And it, it was, it's always more, it's always more than ukuleles. It's about connection. It's about love. It's about friendship. It's about just meeting other human beings in different circumstances and different situations. And so we brought, our intention was to bring the music, to, to give a little concert, to perform a little bit, just so the kids could hear, you know, what is a ukulele? Some of these kids have not seen a ukulele before. So what is a ukulele? Um, show them what it's supposed to sound like, give them a few lessons. Um, and we have to remember, you know, they have to be geared to the age of the child. So these are grade two students. And they amazed me. They amazed me by their skill, their excitement, their genuine, I don't know, just they're so in awe of wanting to learn. And hey, this is somebody from Canada who's coming and wow, Canada's so cool. And, and they came to see us and it was just, uh, it was surreal. So from the moment we we arrived into the classroom, um, it's so, so kind because, you know, they know that we're coming and we've set this up and everything. And their way of showing appreciation is um, giving back to us, which which is incredible to me because the whole um, the whole situation and the whole project is giving back to my son and I and all the people who donated the ukuleles. But it was interesting. So they said, well, we, um, we have a little presentation for you. And so a little boy came up to the front and um, 
you know, he was so sweet. He was about seven years old, eight years old. And he started to speak English and um, his English was incredible. And he was, you know, he read from a little cue card and he was shaking and he was so nervous. And he says, you know, welcome to Costa Rica. Welcome to the school. And, you know, he said some beautiful things. And then you could tell he was brave. He was so brave in that moment. You could tell he was frightened to death. But at the same time, he did it. I felt so proud of him in that moment, even not knowing who he was. Um, the moment he stopped his little speech, he ran to the teacher, hugged her, kind of tucked his his face in and um, began to cry. So it was very moving. Then another little girl came up and they had made uh, traditional sweets for us, which was incredible. Like what a welcome, right? So they were made of corn and um, they offered them to, and a beverage to me and my son. And then we started um, before we unpacked the ukuleles and handed them out. Cause we know that that's the kid's favorite part. Um, before we did that, we, just wanted to introduce the ukulele. We wanted to talk about ourselves. So we explained who we were and what we were doing there and why we chose them. And then we, um, yeah, I drew on the board. I put a couple of chords up there and I said, you know, it's gotta be age-based. Um, I don't want the kids to feel overwhelmed. I want them to feel encouraged. So my son played and I sang some songs and um, we did a little dance with the kids. We went into a circle. We did a little show for them. We tried to engage them as much as possible. We learned their names. We learned a little bit about them. And then it was time to hand out the ukuleles. So before I go on, I just want to say thank you. When you donate a ukulele, you're not giving me money. You are providing a gift for someone. You know, I want people to know that the money doesn't come to me. The money is a gift to buy a ukulele that provides, oh my God, the joy and happiness and tears. One child was so overwhelmed. Um, I asked if I could take his picture and he just bowed his head down and started to cry. He was so, so happy in that moment and so joyous and so at peace. And he was feeling so appreciative and grateful for having that ukulele. And, you know, ukulele doesn't save the world, but in that moment for that child, it was everything. And it was written all over his face. And it's those moments that make me feel alive. It's those moments that make me go beyond the uncomfortableness of asking for donations. You know, it, it can be hard sometimes to hit people up for donations, but when you remember who it is that you're helping, and uh, where the money is going, then it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And it makes it so much easier for me because let's face it, um, money makes the world go round. And without donations from you beautiful people, these things don't take place. And so I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for reaching into your wallets and for caring about these kids and for helping me share the joy and and memories and pride and I don't know everything that goes along with what these children's felt in that moment and it's not just that they get to keep the ukulele um, some of the ukuleles remain in the classroom and 
after speaking with the teacher one-on-one with our translator, of course, um, they're going to actually take some of those ukuleles and teach them in the different classes. So this school is from kindergarten, what we know as kindergarten, JK, to grade six. So I was able to uh, have a look at the school a little bit and they're hoping to um, extend this program throughout their entire school and other schools in the area. So it's the beginning. It's the beginning of something beautiful. It's the beginning of a community. Um, yeah, so when it was time to give out the ukuleles, I had all the kids jumping up at once. They were all jumping up. They were all coming and running to me. And I was like, ho, 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 okay, one second, you know? And uh, I learned their name, learned something about them. My son and I made sure that the ukuleles were tuned and we handed out the ukuleles. Now, slowly, one by one, we would teach them what the different strings were. So this is one, two, three, four, these are the notes, and we would write it out for them. Now, what I found incredible was that the children shared with the children who did not necessarily have a ukulele in their hands at the time, because you know, it's crazy. There's so many students. It's it's tough to for each of them to have their own. But although we try our best, they shared without even being asked to share. So they would try it, give it to their peer, their friend, help them try it. It was just, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming to see one little girl. Um, you know, I tried to take pictures of all the children. And so that I, one of the personal things that I like um, when we do the project is to provide a personal photo for each donor that sent a ukulele. I think it makes it more personal. I think they get to um, be happy in their heart and see the actual person, actual child who received their gift. And one little girl just refused. She refused to have her picture taken without her best friend. And I thought this was so beautiful and reiterated the reason why I was in Costa Rica as well with my beautiful best friend. And I realized how much relationships really make the world go round. Whether you're in grade two and you have someone you know you can count on and you share your joy of your ukulele with your friend or whether it's, you know, you're performing in front of the class and you want to go up with someone else because you know that two feels more comfortable than one. Whatever the reason is, we all need someone. You know, life is, it's its too hard. It's too hard going through it all alone. And together we're, you know, we're stronger. And I really do believe that with all my heart. And I don't know. I'm sorry. I did not prepare very well for this episode. I'm just so excited and thought I would just talk about my feelings today. So today is a little bit different. It's just all about feelings. So each of the child had a ukulele. We were trying them out. And one girl really took so quickly, you know, you can just tell like music was in her blood. She was excited. She was going around teaching everybody. So I said to her, I said, Sophia, would you like to come in front of the class and demonstrate the song that we learned? Because I thought, you know, let's learn a Spanish song. It'd be a little bit easier for them. It's something really simple. And let's work on that and get it down solid. 
And she was a little shy, but she was also very proud of herself and very excited to get in front of the classroom to show, show everyone. So she got up there. I videotaped her. She did, you know, she played the song for us so beautifully. And she was just, when she got to the end of the song, she just stood taller and she was like, hey, I did it, you know. And it was just another example of how all of us, you know, me, you, everybody listening, how sometimes we're afraid. We're afraid to take chances. But when we do and we succeed, even if we do and we fail, we're still proud. We're still proud that we went through that fear. And I could tell in that moment that that had just happened with this little girl. But as soon as everybody clapped, all the little children um, and the teachers there and the vice principal, they clapped for her when she finished her performance. <clears throat> they, one by one, it was like it happening in slow motion. One by one, they all went behind each other, formed a line and said, I want to go next. I want to go next. And even the shyest, shyest of children, the ones that were kind of backing away from conversations or were kind of hanging out by themselves in the side of the room, got up. They got up. They got in that line. They wanted to share what they had learned with their peers and with me. And so one by one, I think there were 25 kids in all, one by one, they went up. They looked to me for direction. They started to sing and and play and i realized once the 25 performances were done my face hurt a little and i was like what the heck what's going on and i realized i had not stopped smiling ear to ear from the moment i stepped foot in that classroom and i just want everybody to know i i had some comments on facebook recently that say congratulations and well done and all of these you know although these comments are remarkable and very you know I'm very pleased to be able to read them and they do mean a lot creating this project doesn't make me a better person it doesn't make me um an amazing incredible selfless person it just makes me more aware it helps us create the impact that we want in the world it helps to create love it helps to create connection and it also helps me it helps me um day to day you know planning things like this and thinking about this and and the memories that stay with me forever they help me they help me when i'm anxious they help me when i'm depressed they help me when I feel that my life has become mundane or day to day and it's just the same old thing over and over. You go to work, you come home, you do the things. And being an adult, sometimes it's tough having all the responsibilities. And these projects not only help me, but I know are helping other people. That's why I'm so passionate and I want to help you. I want to help you figure out what you like to do. I want you to help. I want to help you think of what is important to you, you know, and create your own passion project. The reason why I want everybody to create their own passion project is because I don't know of anything more that I have experienced in my personal journey and my personal life that has healed me more than that. You know, it doesn't have to be music. 
It could be quilting. It could be writing. It could be drawing. It could be education of any kind. It could be entrepreneurship. It could be uh, connecting elderly with teenagers. It could be anything, something that you are passionate about. You know, so many times I encounter people that say, well, I'm not good at anything. I have a good heart and I want to help, but I don't have anything to give. And that's when people get stuck. There's so many people out there who need you. There's so many situations who need people like you, who need people like me to come and guide them and to show them how we can connect the world. We can connect the world through travel, music, giving, art, business, everything. And so whether you have your own business or whether you have, you know, you, you work, you're an employee and you work for someone, whether you have children or whether you don't, whether you're married or whether you don't, whether you live in an impoverished country or, you know, a rich one, whether you're male or female, whether you're black or white, we all want love. We all want to end loneliness. We all just want to feel like some excitement in our lives, some adventure. We all just want to be accepted too. And there's no better way that I know how to do this than to just do it. You know, everybody can make a difference. It's just how you choose to make a difference is, is unique to you. So there's nothing, there's nothing that I feel more confident about. There's nothing I feel more excited about. There's nothing in this world that I love to do more than helping other people. And it's just because it feels better than anything I've ever experienced. You know, for many years, I, I had all the things that are supposed to make me happy. I have a wonderful husband, a beautiful child, um, a wonderful family and best friends and a roof over my head. And there was just something always missing. And for a long time, I was looking to other people to fill that. But it's not what it's about. So I don't know if you guys are sitting there and you're thinking, oh, this is so great. It sounds so great. And I wish I could do something like this. Oh, my God, it's so easy to do. But you do need guidance because a lot of people have the ideas, but they don't execute them. They never actually get to where they happen. So, yeah, I just, I want to say thank you. And this episode was just a little, a little um, sneak peek into how it felt for me. And I couldn't have done it without you guys. So thank you so much. Um, my family and I are preparing to work on my son's um, Evan's Loop Eggs for the Homeless. It's going to take place the weekend of November 13th, where we just um, feed and give some toiletries to 50 homeless people here in our area. And uh, we're always open to um, donations. If anybody wants to donate, you can just go onto the website under projects and you can donate right there to the homeless project. Um, what we do is we buy hats, mitts, gloves, washcloths, shampoos, razors, um, sometimes a pack of cards if we have enough um, donations. We get um, like gift cards for people to buy coffee and sandwiches. And um, we also make lunches. You know, we include sandwiches and um, 
drinks and vegetables and candy because it's, you know, just past Halloween. And basically it's just a basket of love. And the children, um, children that we get involved every year, there's different kids that get involved. They create homemade greeting cards and the messages inside and the time that they take to create, you know, this beautiful photo or drawing and, and, um, beautiful words inside this card that we give to our homeless friends means more to them, I think, than the kids can begin to imagine. Um, the best part of the whole thing is that it was created by a child. It was created by my son when he was six. And it's just a reminder to, to all of us out there who want to create their own project. If you see a problem and you have a solution, or even if it's a temporary solution, it doesn't have to be this big thing where we have to save the world all at once. But if you see a problem and you know of a way to help, think like a child. Don't give, don't look at all the challenges in between. Just look at the beginning, the end, and figure out all the steps. So thank you guys again for donating and for just listening into the show, uh, it means more to me than anything. I'm going to be back to interviews next week. If you have any questions or you want to get a hold of me, just reach me at hello at neliahut.com. And that's hello at neliahut.com. And I love meeting new people, love talking to you all. And uh, I'll see you again next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.